Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Ah, right, here he is in the studio today. You have news number one newsman at SEN, Sam Edmund. Gary. What's happening? Good morning, Wisp. How are we both? Sammy. Oh, I'm top. I'm fantastic. You look like you've been up all night watching the cricket with the boys. Oh, well, I actually got into a little bit of trouble with, uh, I happened? believe you call her Mrs. Field. Uh, <laughs> might have extended the kids' bedtime. No, and, Mrs. Uh, Marshall. Yeah, Mrs. Marshall wasn't happy that the bedtime blew out. And I'm thinking when they needed, what was it, Gary? Uh, they 31 off 30, 10. 32 off 9. And hmm. they still needed 12 off the last three balls. I thought, I've extended this bedtime for naught. And then Tim David. Mm. Uh, unbelievable. David actually went 4, 6, and 6 to leave them needing 16 off the last. Um, 16, and then it was 12 off the last three balls. And then he went 6, 2, and 4 to shatter the cap. I've got to say... It was one of the great... It was great. Oh. Yeah. We talked about it this morning. I showed Tim because it was up here on the news. Did you think that the Phillips, the fielder, yeah. who... He tried had, to slap it back. What oh. was he doing? It was pretty tough, though. He dived over it, Wisp. The game's on the line. Dive over it. Put your guts in front of it. Put your head in front of it. They didn't have a great night. It. They didn't have a great night in the field. I mean, mind you, I wouldn't like to catch a Mitch Marsh six that's travelling oh. about five metres off the deck. But a couple other half chances they they grasped. They so they they probably should have done better. And look, three for two fifteen. You expect to win in that position. They were actually Conway and uh, Ravindra. Geez, he can bat. They were one hundred and thirteen. Uh, they put on one hundred and thirteen for the second weekend, and they fell within a couple of balls each. And the innings just stalled, didn't it? But stalled. What time did the boys English, go to bed? English I'm more interested stalled in it more times than Tim when he was learning to drive in Dimboola. <laughs> got to bed at about a quarter to nine, which is oh, late no. for a nine-year-old. And I, I've just got a text oh, that that's oh, right. no. you're not there to wake up. Maybe the nine-year-old. They didn't wake up in a great mood Maybe this morning. Maybe the nine-year-old might have a bit of a sore throat and a sniffle. And oh, might be no. a bit, oh, I'm no. blaming Tim David. <laughs> Mrs. Marshall won't be happy This is part of their education as a kid, that's though. That's what like, I figure. It's important a cult, sporting and cultural experience. If we don't have dads doing what you did last night, we're not going to have the next generation of cricket fans. And have I got some friends on that show? All the other people ran the gauntlet last night. And oh, four, double, three, nine, eight, little ones. Who kept their kids up last night to watch Tim David or David Tim you, at the winning runs? <laughs> you were rewarded if you did because it was spectacular. What's going on in the world? Yeah, let's talk Sport. Victoria Police, which we don't often well, do here, do we? Uh, last night released a statement to say, to. in fact, they were assessing the information in regard to the allegations that Joel Smith has been traffic- trafficking cocaine to others. Now, Using the word investigation in regards to the police might be a bit premature at this mm-hmm. point, but they did release a statement to say they were, quote, aware of the allegations of drug trafficking in relation to a 27-year-old hillside man. We are currently assessing information provided by Sport Integrity Australia, and as such, it would be inappropriate to comment at this time. So how far does that go? We don't know, but they're assessing the information. Yeah. It's a lot of don't know about it, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Someone would know more than we do, obviously, but um, well, well, I was do- thinking it as I was having a walk around yesterday and it, on your mind. You and did you a go, lot of thinking yesterday. I know, but if you're sending a message, what if... And this is what you'd hope would happen. Mm. If someone sent a message like that, what if one of the players who got the message sent back going, hey, come on, pull your head in? Yeah. Well, well, Melbourne don't, speaking of things we don't know, Melbourne don't know. Melbourne don't know anything. They don't know whether the text messages are applied to current teammates and how many, former teammates and how many, people outside the club and how many. They they only get the update. people commenting thinking they know. No, it's created a real air of anxiety. That's not the journalist I'm talking about.
No, but the police had to do something. Like they had to put a statement out when somebody asked them a question yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, you wake up to the headline, you know, AFL football uh, trafficking. I mean, yeah, of course they did. Gee whiz, they've got to follow it up. Duty bound. Be careful what you say. I said that you asked me yesterday, would Melbourne be aware of this and have done the homework? And yeah. I said, I'm sure they would have. They would be negligent if they didn't. Right. That's the only thing that got reported. They didn't get that. I'm sure they did. Anyway, go, Sammy. So Max Gorn yesterday referenced, you know, he gave some concession. He said he was quite shocked by the developments, of course, and he's not hiding. But it was interesting, his confidence in their culture, he referenced the hair testing results at Melbourne um, can be given and subclubs can be given. We know going back to late 2015, players agreed to be hair tested. Given the results will be made available only to the AFL and key club officials upon request. So they don't identify the individuals, the results, but clubs can sometimes ask the AFL for the results. And there is, you know, without being sensationalist, Gary, there is a hair testing ladder, a drugs ladder. The, there the, is. The, the league knows exactly where the clubs sit on this. There's a premier and there's a wooden spoon. And now, thankfully for Melbourne, they're more... They're closer to the wooden spoon element than they are the premier element. So that's why Max Gorn was able to say what he said yesterday. And I'm assuming that's why Gary Pert was able to sit here in November and, and cite the best culture he'd seen in 40 years of football. So that goes back a decade, as Max Gorn said yesterday. I thought that was that was pretty interesting. There's a bit of movement in the list management recruiter space at the moment across the competition. We know how important that well, role recruiters is. Recruiters are getting recruited. Exactly. Well, they are. What? Uh, when it comes to the decisions that can shape a club's future. So Matthew Clark, he's Richmond's national recruiting manager and has been for some time now appears highly likely to take the vacant list manager role at West Coast. Now, the Eagles have been hunting a replacement for Rowan O'Brien, who'd been there forever, stepped down last year. Clark's been their man, given his role in building some of those premiership sides at the Tigers, 17, 19, 20. And the fact he's been recruiting for close to... you know, three decades. Blair Hartley's going nowhere there as the incumbent and Richmond's list boss. So this would be a big promotion for Clark. And then pointing to Clark's looming departure is the fact the Tigers have been working the phones in recent times in a bid to bolster their recruiting departure should he leave. So Chris Totche, who was curiously let go by the Saints in December, the Saints cited a restructure down there as part of the many changes at the Saints. So Chris Totche served as head of recruiting at St Kilda, definitely a person of interest at Punt Road. Can you just hold there for a minute, Sam? I want to ask you something on the other side of these news headlines. Sam Edmonds here who kept his kids up to all hours of the night watching the cricket and then left home before the sun was up for Mrs Marshall to deal with. But but if I take a screenshot, I'll take a screenshot of the text messages for you, Sam, because you can take this home and show Mrs. Marshall that you got a lot of support out there. Oh, that's good to hear. Strength yeah. in numbers. A lot of, a lot of support. Well done, well done <laughs> Sam. Did exactly the same with my boy this morning. Woke up with a pep in his step and loving Tim David. There you go. And awesome. my kids went to bed late too, Sammy. They don't like sport, but they watch anything. That means they can stay up. <laughs> that's right. I think that I was can, the I can relate to my kids that watch country practice reruns if it means they get to stay up late. Um, you wanted to ask something? Or? Are you still going? Would you want me to? Yeah, continue, yeah. Just some practice matches today. Sydney GWS at Tramway Oval. Do do you know where that is, fellas, Tramway Oval? Who's playing? Sydney GWS. That would be up in Sydney somewhere. No, it is. It's the uh, Moore Park there adjacent (laughs) to the SCG. Strong squads both. Grundy and James Jordan are going to play for the Swans and the Giants. Basically full strength. Just no Callahan coming or Perryman. Carlton Geelong move back to 11.30. Curiously, going to be north of 30 degrees by then. (laughs) Gary Rowan, the only notable cat to miss. Blues without Martin, Walsh, Pitnett, Zach Williams and Matt Kennedy. But Orazio Fantasia is going to play. Elijah Hollands will mm. feature as well. And then we've got uh, the Q Clash, uh, the Lions and the Suns at Brighton Homes Arena at 5pm. Do you know where Brighton Homes Arena is? Yes, that's okay. the main That's ground. the Springfield. Yep. Uh, no Lockie Neal, but the Lions are coming in strong. And Damien Harwick's name, Ben King 
and Ethan Reed. They've got some absentees, but Ben King's a big one there. We're it's going to keep an eye on them this year, Sammy. They Sunnies. look good. Oh, yeah, they, they look good. The breakfast is going the other way. We're reading everything into these practice matches. Okay. So, I like that. So can you just put So your, North, where have we got your, them? Top four or? Top six and top Collingwood six. are gone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's our attitude. If you're going to play well, if you're gonna do this match properly, simulation, we're going yeah. read everything. If you're going to do this properly, you need to use the two words when it comes to discussing Collingwood yesterday, and they are premiership hangover. Yes, that's right. So You've got to you get the cliches in too. you're getting into Okay. It. And um, keep your eye on Benny Ainsworth too up there at the Gold Coast. Well, he's got so the licence. I've never seen – no, he hasn't. He's not the one that's got the licence. No, oh, Bailey Humphrey the has the license, but I've never seen anyone sign an autograph as well as what he yeah. did when in he was fact, signed the jumpers last week. To, he looks in great form. When it comes to Ben Ainsworth, you've never seen him. Full stop. You, you had him as one of your favourite players in the competition. Well, you he's had a he's had a contract. You didn't even know who he was. He's got a great mullet too. You didn't know who he I was. I did so. You did not. I did so. Um, Sammy, if you were to be running this organisation, this very organisation, yes, mm. would you let Geraldo go? to call the Olympics for yeah, three weeks. I would on one condition. That's you want to go. And admittedly, it's a big condition. What? But given we are frozen out as, uh, 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 when it comes to the rights agreements, oh, yes, mm. I, would, I would give them Jared in exchange for the entire network to be able to go. Do you reckon that's a fair trade? Mm. I think that's a, uh, yes, I think it's a well-balanced trade. That. So, yeah, that's a good point. We, if we, they we can't desperately go. want him, they being mm. the dots, yeah. Yeah. We, we're in a good position. So we could say, look, yeah, he can go, but we want something back. Well, we want to send our own team to well, go. They won't, and that, that's not going to wash. Well, so why not? An we, abbreviated. We don't, we're not yeah. interested in the fencing or the or the shuttlecock. But mm. We want to go over there and call No disrespect the to either of those. No disrespect. Could we send you to do the cycling? I'd love to. Let, can we get on the velodrome? Or? That's what you're excited about. Do you think that – well, actually, we might get Geraldo in earlier because someone needs to – I think he would like to go, would he? I saw that Scotty Gullen reported that he was, and I take it at face value, that he was at the Mori plant meet in another box doing some fandom. because that's the sort of professional that he is. Mm. If, if in fact, this was to come to And that was only recently, so I assume this is still a proposition. I would think if you're a commentator, and even, you know, you do your domestic sports and crickets and footy and tennis and all that type of thing, I would think that if you're a commentator to the heart, you would want to have an Olympic Games there somewhere in your CV, would yeah. you not? And 100%. I think if you're going to discuss the Olympic Games, then you want to be calling the 100 metres. Yes, that, yeah. yeah. that would be in the mm. in his But that's the creme remit. de la creme, isn't it? And nine couldn't find a better – they could not find a better commentator to – TJ? No, they could not find a better <laughs> commentator than Jared Waitley to call the 100 metres. They well, couldn't. Let's get him in a little earlier than normal for um, our Who's chat. better than him? No who, one. Who Bruce. out there? Well, no, no, but he's sort no. of retired. He's in semi-retirement. No Who's better than Jerry? No one. No one. And no. you know, and they need somebody like that. Yeah, but we want him here, and he's doing his breakfast. Well, you got to give. He can't. He can't be every. AFL three sixty. He can't be everywhere. So you answer the question, Gary. What yes. we're going to give a, a more than a bit. No. We're going to give them the, our 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 it's, chief caller. The straight answer is no. What are we getting your back? Fir- your first response as the owner of this or Fox is no. Mm. And, and then, then you, you wait until the bidding. Yeah, then, then the bidding. So you starts. use Jared no. as a pawn. You're, so you're using Jared Wade. And then as they a come pawn. back and they go, "What about this?" No, until such time as you go, okay. Then well, has nine currently got something that Hutchie would like? Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Is there anything that Dot's going to offer up? Or could they give us? Carl, your mate Carl could come down and do a spot. Carl lost to host AFL three hundred and sixty and do the <laughs> breakfast show. Maybe. <laughs> And Jared, the Fox don't need Jared to be doing 360. Yes, got, they do. No, they've got the new rock star, Jack. 
Why wouldn't they wheel him out and put him on 360? Oh, you'd run with that one. All right. Send them through. What sort of horse trading can we do with the dots? If they want Jared, what do we get back in That's return? big trade. 0433981116. Send them through. We could take the whole Sunday footy show panel. Oh, we'd need more. We'd need them and more. Throw in classified. Caro. Yep, Caro. Be great. <laughs> it's Tim. Caro's already on the books of sorts. Don't shoot the messenger. Oh, yes, he's too. All right. Um, we'll take, we'll throw the lines open for questions. Now. It's good work by you, Sammy. Thank you very much. See you, lads.